We are back, buddy. Welcome to the Tradesman Confidential. We are your hosts, Josh Brand and Greg Giroux. Greg, Josh. today let's talk about shutting the music off. No, <laughs> sorry. sorry, that went longer than I thought. I don't know what happened there. Um, let's talk about what it means to be an apprentice, right? And I'm not talking about the show starring ex-con Martha Stewart, uh, <laughs> but the host of The Apprentice, as you remember. I do. I Can do. you believe that show was You're like yourself. almost, what, 15 years You're ago or something? Yourself. Holy shit. That chick already went to jail and came back <laughs> and is now killing it again. <laughs> so what I'm talking about, obviously, is The Apprentice you and I all know, right? Um, and, and I kind of want to get into how do you approach it? How, you know, as a master tradesman, how do you foster those below you, et cetera, et cetera. We can go down whatever path, right? Oh, yeah. But but let's let's take it back a little bit, right? So a quick 50,000-foot view, elevation uh, view, if you will. Um, back in my day, Greg. No, let's kind of go through a little bit of the history of it, right? Because I just want to set the stage a little, and then we can get into it. So uh, an apprentice was essentially a necessary skill passed down from our ancestors to survive, right? I mean, that's where it all began. Your daddy's daddy hmm. taught you how to survive, and he just passed down knowledge, and that could have been anything, right? Obviously, they didn't call it an apprentice at that point. They probably just called it, you know, literally survival. Oh, by definition. Right, right. But, I mean, that's essentially what it started as development and and survival for eons, right? So let me continue into about 5,000 years of history in about four or five sentences, right? <laughs> But in, so in the Middle Ages, right? So we're fast forwarding a little bit. In the Middle Ages, you, your your name was even tied to your rank, position, and trade, right? So you you've probably met in your day someone with the last name of Cooper, Tanner, Hunter, Miller, Smith. All of that came from that. Your name was literally tied to what you did. Interesting, right? So um, it was it was part of that hierarchical type of society where where we started, right? Once we settled down from you know, hunters and gatherers into into farmers and, and creating society, your name was tied to what you did. Um, and that was for a period of time. The beginning uh, of segregation. Right. Now, it all started to change a little bit more when we... <laughs> nice way to slide that one in there, just <laughs> casually. Uh, there's some truth to that, though. Well, but uh, um, So then once we started more with the industrial farming... Um, even further when we got into the Industrial Revolution type periods of the 1800s and things like that, like things started to really significantly change there. And then the last straw was really the industrial college complex, as I like to call it, is, is you know, the last piece of the puzzle of how we've kind of went from uh, survival to an apprentice program. We had guilds. We had, you know, mentor-mentees. We had, we lost craftsmen. We lost... Uh, a lot of these jobs to machines, diplomas, robots, computers, you know, keep it going. All these things yeah. have kind of ticked off why we were doing the apprentice pr uh, program altogether. Hmm. Now, for, you know, most recently we've seen a resurgence of craft, right? I mean, just as simple, we've talked about this before. It's starting. It's starting to show some resurgence. You know, there's a little bit more muscle behind craft beers, craft distilleries, uh, we see an increase in trade and vocational schools again. Part of that is the college world has shot themselves in the foot where they've gotten so expensive. It's like you, you have to do something different. On top right? of the fact that the demand is. And the demand's huge. Right. Huge. Right, and right. there's nobody to do the work. Right. right. 
So now we have a lot more companies, you know, getting behind custom equipment, gear, lifestyle brands based around, you know, the trades and hardworking people mm -hmm. again, right? Which is great, but we've got a ways to go. Um, you know, the world always seems to recycle itself, I guess is what it's interesting, Everything's right? Everything's cyclical. I mean, I never thought I'd see box tops, bomb equipment, and uh, neon shades again, but <laughs> look at, you know, <laughs> look at 2023, it's you see back. it everywhere, right? <laughs> right, everything comes full circle. I kind of so dig it. I do too. Um, so I think the questions I have, right, is, and we could start here and you can chime in, but like, you know, what's the attitude towards apprenticeship, right? From from what side? Either side. Like as as the person who wants to promote it, say you're the business owner and you need apprentices to work for you, or if you're the apprentice, what is your attitude coming into it, right? So the from the apprentice side, that one, that's difficult because I scratch my head every day wondering what these guys are thinking and that where, where they're coming from. Um, from. From my point of view and the way I see it, the way I look at it from someone who hires these apprentices and trains them and moves them up the ladder, uh, you had two paths and it's very apparent what the, the paths are. You either went to school or you went into the trade. And the, the way I see it, and when I sit down with these apprentices and I have these conversations is I say, listen, you can go to a school and you can pay 160 to $200,000 a year, or you can come here and I'll pay you mm. 60 to, uh, I mean, uh, Sorry, a hundred to one hundred sixty thousand dollars for four years, or I'll pay you that for four years instead mm. of you paying it. I'll pay you. Right. So now I'm paying you to learn instead of you paying to learn. Right, right. So give it some effort because if you go to college and you pay sixty thousand dollars a year and you fail, they just boot you. Your money's gone. You don't mm. get the big receipt. That's a good point. You don't get the all the the glory of spending that time at a college. Well, for what? They, mm. they kick you out. Done. You didn't pass. Goodbye. We take your money. You don't get it back and you're yeah, gone. Right, right. At least here, you've made some money. You said, oh, well, I tried it. I made, you know, a hundred grand over the year or two I was here. And I decided I liked it or I didn't. I failed that I didn't. But at least you, you had something to walk away mm. with. Mm. And you had a little bit of a skill. Maybe you learned something that you can use later yeah. in life. Yeah. Yeah. The same might apply to college. Maybe you can use something you might learn. Maybe. But you also paid right. a fortune for it. Right. Right. But when Big the, difference the guys that come in here and they're like, oh, I got to work and oh my God, it's oh another day. And they stare at you. I'm like, dude, I'm paying you to learn. I'm paying you to learn. Put in some extra effort and look at it that way. You could have gone somewhere else and paid to get some education or a big receipt to have no guaranteed job at the end. I'm guaranteeing you a job. Mm. You have You already have the job. It's here. You're just working toward that position for years. That's all you have to put in is the four years. Give it some effort. Look at it that way. Look at it as holy crap. My buddy is going to spend 160 grand. I made 160 grand. He graduated, got a job. I've got my license. I've got a job. I'm making what I've worked for for the past four years right out of the gate. Done. Yeah, my, my hunch is that most folks look at it as almost like a, I don't want to call it a sentence, but it's almost like, oh, I got to get through this to then I can really make some real money. Or they uh, look at it as like, you know, this sucks that I got to get through this. So what's deal, college? Right, right. Oh, I no, mean, do you I, graduate saying, high school and you take your doctorate and run and make a quarter million, 300 grand a year? 
I, but I almost feel like college, again, this is that societal thing factor, right? They always look at it as like, you know, there are movies done about college years. Is it When was the last time you saw a movie about a trades apprenticeship, right? <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where it's like college is fun. Even though I got to do the schoolwork, I'm still partying. I'm still having the, me, living the dream here. But when I'm in the apprenticeship program, I don't get all that fun stuff. So oh, it sucks, hold on. Right? Let me throw in a bonus here. Okay. Let yep. me throw in a bonus. I felt that when I made, I made this choice, I made the choice. I graduated. I spent two weeks at home. I was working still. And I was like, you know what? The college isn't for me. I'm going to do the trade route. I'm just going to continue working. I'm going to get my license and I'm going to do what I'm doing today. At the same time, I'm like, wait a minute. All my friends went to college. You just stay in touch with them. They'll invite you to the parties on the weekends. And at the True. end, you leave. So you get to go have a blast with all those friends. You don't have any homework. You have no bullshit. You've got a paycheck. You show up balling because you've got a whatever for a paycheck. It's more than they have. Yeah, I guarantee it. Yep. So you show up, have a good time, and you get to go home. And you go back to work to make more money. Mm. No school, no homework, no reports. You just go to work. And, oh, I have to go to work. What, what do you yeah. mean, oh, you have to go to work? Yeah. It's yeah. called work for a reason. You think it's going to be any different when you get a license and you have to go to work? Yeah, you're making more money, but you're still doing the same damn thing. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of why do you see so much just, you know, not negativity, but like, you know, th there's really no excitement behind it, right? Because I almost feel like the way people view it is it's just a stepping stone to get to my license and get to raking, making the real money. And no one really takes the time and says... I'm going to get the most out of this four years. So that way, when I do come out, Bingo. I'm going to be 10 years ahead of everyone else. I think that comes into the a majority of the people who join the trades don't look at it as something they're passionate about. Mm. I think they look at it as, I know that when I get my license, I can make good money and this will do. Like, it's almost it's like a it's good to enough. An right. Yeah, it means to an end. It's just, but I got to do this just to get through it. Right. Why? And why yeah, do it? And that's what I think the, the problem is. And I think that we've lost the fact that, in, and this may shock people, but apprentice programs used to be 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And guys craftsmen. are crying about four. Right. 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 What? Before you really were the guy, because again, there was a higher standard of that level to be called a craftsman than it is today. But, you know, and obviously today it's a little harder because society and financially the way things work. You have to be making money a lot sooner than than, you know, hundred years that's, ago. That's but all still. choice, Josh. That's right. all, in my opinion, that's all choice. Mm -hmm. This is just my mm -hmm. opinion, but that's all choice. I, when I got in the trade, I knew damn well, damn right well after four years of being an apprentice or six years or whatever, that when I got my license, it wasn't a magic ticket to genius. I still didn't know so much. Yeah. And today, yeah. I've been doing yeah. it. I'm going to date myself. Twenty five years. I've been doing electrical work and I still learn something new every day. The codes are changing. The technology is changing. The code book is huge. There's so many parts of it that you'll never touch. And that one time that you do that single piece on a job that pertains to that chunk of the code book, you learn something. Mm. But uh, guys look at me all the time and they're like, oh, I, I don't know this. I don't know this. I'm like, dude, you've been doing it four years. You haven't seen it all. You can't see it all in four years. You've got a long ways to go. But the way I looked at it when I was of, you know, getting started and being an apprentice and going through all this crap is the more I could stuff in and the more I could absorb, the faster I could get to that point. Like it was, it wasn't, oh, I have to go to work. It's what can I do at work today that's different that I can learn? 
so I can better my arsenal of electrical knowledge. Like that way when there's, I, I hate showing up to a job or a, uh, a project and there's something that I have no idea what it is. And I'll admit I'm the one that fakes it till I makes it, make it. <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've seen one of these before. This is the second I leave, I get on the phone to somebody who has touched it before, and I'm like, dude, what the hell is this thing? Mm. Like, please educate me so I don't look like a moron when I go back. I know I can figure out, but I've never seen it before. Mm. What? That's it. The guys uh, today, the apprentices, they scratch their heads like, oh, I've never seen this before. Okay. Well, what do I do? Right. Dude, like, try. Right. Try like right. jump on the internet. I didn't have the yeah. internet. Yeah, exactly. That was that's a good point. Like you have more information at your fingertips now than ever. God, it, it just drives me. I literally had there was no smartphone and internet that had all this unbelievable information in it in two or two thousand two two thousand three. Mm. It was just getting started. Right. Everybody's got it at their fingertips and they're calling me for questions. I'm like, dude, you could Google this in three seconds. Right. Literally. I know you know 50, how to Google. Yeah. You have 50 videos on YouTube showing you how to do it. But right. why don't you try that first? Right. But no, we don't. And then look like a <clears> hero. <throat> Come to me and look, big dude, I've never seen this before and I figured it out. Right. Dude, that's awesome. Right. right. Nope. Nope. Just, yeah. uh Yeah. yeah. Uh, instant defeat. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Make it a challenge. Challenge yourself. Again, this is where some of our, you know, recent bias uh, of society has really hurt us, right? The, the, the program of comfort. We've gotten so comfortable in our day-to-day lives that it's too easy to just fall into that. Right. You, there's no, no adversity right. anymore. There's nope. no challenge. There's no, you need to figure it out. It's just answer given to me every single day well, what fun by is someone. No, I, I'm, look, I'm with you. I'm one of those people that I enjoy the knowledge process. The right? challenge. The challenge of it, the screwing it up, the learning, the fixing. Yeah, it's frustrating at times, but that's what you learn from. And it's so satisfying. Instead, you know, these generations now, they just want to be told what to do. Just tell me how to do it. Just tell me. I don't want to figure it out. Just tell I, me. Okay, fine. You know? I'll tell you how to do it, but don't call me two days later and ask me how to do it again. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, that's, a, that's a problem. Retain <laughs> it. itself, right, right. But again, they don't retain it because they weren't trying to figure it out themselves. And they get told what to do, and right. it's hard to retain like that. And that's why when, not that I get a ton of them, but when the guys call me and ask me a technical question, I don't. I just don't give them the answer. Yeah, that, and that's what I think you got to do. I don't give them the answer. 100%. I, what do you have there? Yeah. What does it look like? What do you want it to do? What is it doing? I ask them all the questions. Then I, I, I can mm. hear them. They figure it out on they their own. They start figuring it out, right. And I right. say, there you go. Right. Oh, thanks. That's awesome. But now they've figured it out. They'll know next time. They won't ask me again. If I just tell them, oh, put the red wire on this terminal. Yeah. Next time they're going to call me and be like, where does that red wire go? Exactly. What does that red wire do? They don't know why. What does the red wire do? Right. Before you land it on the terminal. I I think that's a pretty good segue into the other side of this program, which is as the, you know, mentor type of deal, you know, what's your attitude towards how to drive this, right? I know you kind of said, Hey, I'm paying you, right? I'm paying you to get this education, right? But is there a different attitude to take with that maybe where where you can take a little bit more of a proactive approach to teaching? You said it right there, being proactive instead of reactive. If you're an apprentice, don't just show up and stare at your leader, regardless of what type of teacher they are, because I know there are so many different ways to teach and learn as far as trades are concerned and anything for that matter. Mm. Uh, But- be proactive. 
say, you know, hey, um, what job? What does the job look like we're going to? I tell these guys all the time, same thing. The, the apprentice should be looking at the job just like the journeyman or the leader. What are we doing? What do we need? What can I get you? How can we do this better? What does it do? Why are we doing this? What are these products? Be, ask. Don't just say, okay, you go put this here, screw that to that. Okay. Mm. All you did was create a robot. They just know that that clip goes on that pipe. They don't know why. Yep. So I think, again, you're hitting on a few points that I want to hit for the mentor person, the the boss, the head guy, whatever, right? I think you hit a great one, which is, you know, don't just tell people what to do, but teach them why. Right. Right. I think that's a big one. I think the attitude towards that has to be the biggest piece, right? Instead of driving it down their throat, like, hey, I'm paying you to be here, remember? Maybe it is guided a little bit more towards um, the teaching aspect. The take me under your wing program, right? That's tough. and It's hard. It's got increasingly harder because everything's moving so much faster. Right. Right. That there is no quote unquote time mm. to teach anybody. And I, that's a huge problem. That is the, the generationally, that's the biggest piece that I've seen mm. is when I started my apprenticeship, the guys actually took the time and had a little bit, it was a little slower pace and the guys had the time to teach me. Now, nobody has, and not to mention it's compounding, mm. that knowledge, like I feel like instead of, it building, it's also, it's gone the other way. It's been like chiseled off. Like mm. the, the knowledge that the older guys have, like the, the boomers, mm. that knowledge didn't get, all of it didn't get passed on. No, right. Because right. the tricks and stuff that I learned from those guys that are still applicable today, nobody, nobody knows what they are. Yeah. I'm like, you've never learned this. You've never seen this. No, nobody ever taught me that. I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, go there on. you go. There, there's the issue right there. Hit and the then nail on the head. The, the, you know, the, the blind lead the blind, right? Mm. And these tips and tricks make your day that much easier. Oh, my God. And therefore, you know, makes the job more enjoyable to those who are in the grind. Everybody. And I think you just hit on a great point. Like, the more we lose of that, the harder the job gets for everybody. Right. We're going the wrong way. We're, going we're the wrong relying way. on Milwaukee Power Tools to make our lives easier. Well, yep. dude, somebody's still got to stand behind the tool. Yeah, exactly. Still got to strip all and cut the, the technology, wires. all the computers, all the help, the robotics, all this stuff's great, but it doesn't help if you still don't know the fundamentals. Right. And, the why again, I just, you know, you got to understand why don't just do understand and it makes it fun. Yeah. Instead of doing the same thing over and over again, just knowing that this is what I do, understand why you do what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoy as a teacher side of this, I enjoy seeing somebody connect those dots. Like when you see it click and, and it opens up like, you know, everyone's world and it, it, it creates, and that's part's fun. I don't know what the word is. It creates, it, it creates drive. Yeah. Because instead of just going to work every day and nailing the boxes to the stud and pulling the wire, when you start to understand why you're doing what you're doing, good leadership will see that and say, this person's got drive. They want to understand. They can learn. Mm. You'll move up the ladder so much faster. Yep. Yep. Instead of just being a robot that shows up, a body. We call those neck downs. Yeah. Yeah. No brain required. You come to work, the body, like a robot. It just does what I told you to do yesterday, today. I think that's a shirt or a hat, you know? Neck downs. Don't be a neck down. Don't be a neck down. We should create those shirts. <laughs> I kind of like that. I do too. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, look, it, it's a pretty simple concept. It's It starts with attitude. It kind of morphs into remembering the code a little bit, right? Which is, yep, you're, you're getting cheap labor, but you're also getting years of wisdom. Like there's the trade-off that you're getting. And and with that, 
you got to trust the process a little bit. Stop being in such a rush <laughs> to get through four years to get to this promised land. Because when you get to the promised land, you're going to quickly realize that, man, right. if I worked harder <laughs> in those four years, shit would be a lot easier right now. And those two <clears throat> things I preach to every person yep. that works with us, yep. every single person. You have four years to cram as much in as you can so you can be the guy that's teaching you. That's mm. where you need to be in four years. Right. Not just put in your time. You have to gain as much knowledge as you can in that short period of time. So do everything you can to cram it in. Yep. Yep. And you hit on right on the last point I had, which was, you know, you got to sell it forward, right? So when you are the guy and you're now, you know, no longer the apprentice, I hope that you understand how important it is to then do the same thing for the generation below you. I, again, another thing I say, I tell people, I, I'm not in the field with you guys all day any, anymore. I still have all the knowledge. Mm. I'm not the smartest guy, but I've got a 25 years of knowledge. Right. Call me. Ask the question. I, I'm a book. Call me. Right. Ask me the question. I will teach you and answer any questions I can. Mm. What good is it sitting in my brain when I can give it to you? I wish I could be there all day, every day, handing you this information, but I can't. So call me and extract it from me because I'll give it to you. One thing I have noticed over the years is that it's pretty rare I find a guy not willing to share the knowledge, number one, right? Most guys actually enjoy right. teaching. I spent all this time learning. I want to give it to somebody. They just may not be as approachable as some think, <laughs> that, that right? comes down to personality. And they're busy <laughs> and they're overworked yeah. and they're challenged like everyone else. But I think... If guys could actually look in the mirror every once in a while and realize, like, am I, maybe the problem is I'm not approachable. Maybe I'm just a, too abrasive for these younger generation. Open the doors. You know, take the guy to lunch maybe and just say, hey, just so you know, I want you to call me and say these things, right? right? Like, but that I, never I might, seems to happen. That I, interaction is the part that's missing a lot of times. Very much so. And there's, you know? I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard it, Josh. Oh, that guy, he, he doesn't want to talk or he doesn't want to yep. be bothered. Yep. Maybe, maybe he, maybe that's you assuming that. Correct. Maybe that's just his that's personality. My, that's my, I've seen enough of this to if, tell you that's usually the case. If you crack him, right. he'll probably unload on you. Oh, absolutely. Well, once you get in there and they realize, you, oh, you want to learn from me? Oh my God. It, most guys, I'd say 90% of guys, there's always a few that just, it's never going to happen. But, <laughs> you know, some guys, I just, most guys want to spread that knowledge. Absolutely. They want, and you know what? They feel good about it too. Right. It's giving back. Right. Giving back. And they feel like, Hey, I actually have a purpose. Do actually <laughs> know a lot about this shit. Right. So maybe I should spread it. Right. Yeah. That's all I can say about that. But, but anyway, anything else you want to add to that? No, I, 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 I to sum it up, the apprentices, you got it. It's, 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 it's a change of, I don't know the, the way you, the way you mm. see it, the way you perceive you got to wake up and you got to not go, oh, I have to go to work today. How about, I, yeah. hey, I get to go to work today look and at, learn something and get paid to learn it. Yeah, look at these four years as a gift as you don't have to have all the weight and pressure on you. You don't have to have the need to make the money because all the business resides on you. Look at it as I get four years to learn as much as I can without all the pressures of everything else on my shoulders and take advantage of that. One piece I will add for any apprentices that are listening or for anybody in that matter who might know an apprentice, you got to also be careful on where you, where or where you or they work. Because mm -hmm. I see so many people mm -hmm. get caught into a trap where none of this is recognized. You're mm -hmm. at the wrong company. Mm 
Mm, good point. They're yeah. using you as yeah. a neck down in a body. They're going to use you. And then when your time's up, they're going to move on. Yeah. Don't let them use you. Yeah, I can I, tell I, you firsthand here, that is not the case. If there's an apprentice that's dragging his feet and I, if I can't motivate him or get him to move, they're gone. They don't stay here. I'm looking for the guys who want to be recognized for the effort they're putting in and they get rewarded for it. Hands down. Mm. That's, that's a good company, right? The guys that are just want a body and will ne- never recognize your talent and your drive and your ability. You're at the wrong place. Mm. So open your eyes and it can never, a, a huge problem I'm f- having finding good guys is they never look elsewhere. Mm. They just think what they have is great. And it's perfect, and there's nothing better out there. It can never hurt to have a conversation. I don't sit here and uh, I, when I interview people, I don't, I don't force them. I don't try to sell them on something. I tell them who we are and what we do, factually. And if they like it, good. If not, it's not for you. Mm. But it was a conversation. It was 30 minutes of your time to maybe see if something else is out there. Mm. Try it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Try it. It can't yep. hurt to have a yep. conversation. Right. Right. You never know what's out there. Right. Okay. On that note. On that note, let's end it. So that's all we got for you today. Uh, if you want more from us, follow us at, at MyTruePros on Instagram, TruePros.com. Uh, we've got all sorts of fun stuff here, uh, viewing attention and, and all your needs and desires. Right, Craig? Sure. Let's get out of here. As always, keep living the dream. Work smarter, not harder. Until next time. 